If you haven't subscribed, please do. Today we're going to be talking to Carrie Suey from Vivian Kate, and it's a lot of fun talking to her. We learn a little bit about how she started the store, a little bit about the things she did before she started the store, and also about her upbringing, which is pretty neat. And I think probably the thing that stood out the most was how she's evolved with this kind of concierge level of being able to take care of people and being able to bring out their style and people like me that kind of need help. She can help people in those situations. So y'all ready for this? Welcome to the Dan DeVerna podcast, where we talk about business, life, and how to win it both. kids doing for school right now um they're all virtual so lucky mom um they're they're pretty self-sufficient because they're older so it's not too bad you know but I couldn't imagine having little ones and having them be virtual I think that would be really hard almost impossible I can't keep my kitchen clean I have you know, wave the white flag on that. But other than that, they, if that's the worst thing going on. I know. Like no one's allowed to go to your house hardly. So no one's going to see your kitchen. No, but we did this. I did this kind of event last night through Zoom with a bunch of women and they wanted me to market my business. And my other daughter had a Zoom cheerleading class in the next room. So that's entertaining that, you know, trying to weave through that. And there's no dull moments. No. Yeah. <laughs> so cheerleading doesn't seem like a very quiet Zoom meeting. No. Yeah. So trying to conduct. And she was asking me to be quiet. So. She was. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. That makes sense. So here with Carrie Suey. Yes. Vivian Kate. Yep. And how long has Vivian Kate existed? I've been open since 2007, and um, we survived the. 2009 recession and I look forward to claiming that we survived the COVID crisis as well yeah that's been it definitely comes up almost every time we're talking to people Mm -hmm. you know um, whether it's in just daily normal conversation or especially with my business folks like because you know we were going to do this like a long time ago, but kind of everything got locked down. So we kind of shut, shut things down. And so we've had to change the way we do business. You know, my business, we are considered essential, right? So we never really shut down and I live really close. So I'm here and have been, but I think it's changed really. It's changed the way all of us do business. And, and it's going to be interesting on the other side of it, how many of the things we take away, and how many things we like kind of leave behind yeah. that, that we've been doing. So um, what was the, tell us a little bit about like when you started, like what it looked like in comparison to fast forwarding to what it looks like now in this kind of COVID world and, and all that stuff, if you wouldn't mind giving us a quick overview on that. Well, I think that we've always been really relationship based and one of the great things about the store is that we provide fashion advice and one of we try to be a one-stop shop for fashion consulting so we'll help customers not only find a piece but we'll help them put together an entire look even if they're not 
you know, I don't sell shoes, but we'll help customers find shoes or, you know, necklaces and handbags to put together that look. And it was really that one-on-one interaction that we really had going the, you know, through throughout the 13 years I was in business. And now we were kind of forced to pivot into a virtual uh, platform. The biggest thing that we really had to do during this whole COVID crisis is redefine events for people because weddings were being canceled. Um, Taste of the Nation, Zest, all of these events were being canceled and people were saying, I don't have anywhere to go, so they're not getting dressed up. And we had to remarket ourselves in people's homes. We had to talk women into having a candlelight dinner with their significant other. We had to talk about having a small dinner party with friends. We had to convince people to go to a restaurant and, you know, have date night. We had to really remarket the way that people saw fashion. We had to convince them that fashion wasn't canceled and that there was a place uh, for nice clothing and a reason to get dressed up. That's really interesting because as I reflect on the early stages of the COVID stuff, when everybody was locked down, I mean, if I, when I did come into the office, which wasn't every day, like everybody was dressed like it was, I mean, I don't even know what they, like, they dressed like they weren't going to leave the house, except they had. Yes. <laughs> like, if you know what I mean? Like, it was like super casual. Yes. On the most, in a sloppy way, for well, sure. unless I was going to start selling pajamas, we had to really move people out of that mindset and really convince women that it's important to still get dressed up for your significant other. It's still fun to get with a few friends safely and look nice. And, you know, fashion's a form of self-expression. And we had to convince them that fashion wasn't canceled. And part of that was remarketing events. You know, it wasn't just about sitting around watching Netflix anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, as someone that dresses up for their job, for the most part, yes, I definitely know the difference when I walk out like wearing my stuff from my martial arts or my jujitsu stuff or when I'm dressed up like like I am today like the clothes fit they fit me appropriately like the and the funny thing about and this is me just going on a kind of a sidebar but the funny thing about good clothing when it fits the way it's supposed to like some of my friends that don't dress up will be like oh I can't believe you have to like this jacket is like as comfortable as any sweatshirt that I own. Yeah. Like when the clothes fit and you feel good about it, you feel a little bit, a little taller, a little it's, more, It's you know. true. I've always looked at fashion that way. Yeah. I think it is like Superman's cape. It gives you a little bit more self-confidence. It gives you a little bit more swagger, whether you're on a Zoom call. I mean, if you're sitting on a Zoom call in sweats, you sometimes talk like you're in sweats. Right. But if you're in a suit, you talk like you're in a suit. And it's the same as, you know, having date night in your house with your significant other. They still want to see you in that light. They still want to see you as attractive. And I think you feel more attractive and then you start acting like you're more attractive. You know, I, I, I think that stuff shouldn't go away. Yeah. Well, I think that's a cool gift for you to give people. Because as someone that really doesn't have a sense of style, I mean, 
I'm not just making that up. Like I, I have to have help in that area. Like, so it's pretty neat because one of the things that, that you mentioned kind of at the beginning was people can come in and get input and whatever you call that, like consulting or wherever it is, but some honest input, like people like myself, which is probably the majority of people really don't know what the hell is going on. And so like, just because something's seems cool doesn't mean it's for me like my daughter's 18 and she'll be like really like right dad you're this old what are you doing that's what so many of our long-standing customers come in and depend on us for is we help customers identify trends but I learned early on that not every trend is for everybody and we really help take an individual's personal style We take into account their age, we take into account their body type, and we help them identify trends that are appropriate for them. We don't want anyone walking out of our store looking foolish because it's bad for our brand. So we will help customers identify trends that really look good on them, things that they will feel confident in, and um, it's it's really a win-win. And I think that that kind of mentality has really helped us stay in business so long is because people, we've developed a, a trust with our customers. The internet is not going to tell you when you look bad in something. <laughs> and I think that has really helped us, you know, fight that whole virtual, you know, this might be cheaper type mentality where customers come in and they have a hot date or, you know, they have a business meeting and they want real honest feedback. That's why they come to Vivian Kate. Yeah. So when you started, was that the vision from the beginning? I mean, 13 years ago, was that kind of where you came up with this idea of, of what you've become or is that an evolution of that part's probably more an evolution because I realized that relationship base is really what was helping my business thrive. And I've always been honest to a fault. So I think that I saw that working to my advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, women would be in the dressing room and I'm like, no, we're going to move in a different. And they're like, I can't believe you just told me that. Thank you. Cause I don't want to, you know, Mm -hmm. so it actually happened more kind of by accident. Um, I think I, when I originally opened the store, I, like every other woman in Toledo, just wanted great clothes, and I think it was hard. I wanted that big city feel, but it was hard to find, and I didn't want to have to go to another city. I, I'm from Toledo. I wanted to bring that here, so. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. How about the name? Like, where'd the name come from, which is kind of a random question, but. It's my youngest daughter's name, um, Oh, you know, so. Got it. Oh, awesome. Well, that's that's cool. So you've developed kind of a, a niche yeah. market. And like, des- describe who that is. I mean, is it broad? Is it very narrow? I mean, we know you're in Uptown Perrysburg. So you know, we know kind of how, how to find you. I mean, a, a, one way at least. We've really developed this great reputation of being able to j- uh, dress three generations of women, the grandmother, the mother, and the daughter. And it's kind of a fun experience when they all come in together. Yeah. We've done fashion shows before where we will have 
a mother, the grandmother, and the daughter go down the runway. And it's really awesome to see how you can dress all from the same store, but age-appropriate, identifying trends that are appropriate for them. They all look amazing. They all feel confident. And it's fun. You know, you make a lunch of it. You go the three go out to lunch and they come in the store and they're all able to find awesome pieces. It's a fun experience. One of the things that I was thinking about as you were saying that was the Facebook, what you'll do this like kind of side by side Mm -hmm. with, I'm not saying they're mother daughter or anything, but generationally different. They they could be with the, with the same, you know, and it's a really cool thing because it's like, sometimes you might say, Oh, like you would, you might think sometimes, oh, it def- I would default to the the younger person, like, but it's not, like, no. it's not at all. Like, it, they, it looks different. It's, I think it's exactly the same, but it's worn different, and it's, it can look young and popping, and also it can look like sophisticated, a little, like, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really we'll one take, of the cool we'll things. I a, like like it every single time. Yeah, we'll take a top, and we'll put it on you know, a girl out of college, and then we'll put it on a woman in her 60s and do a side-by-side. And it's really just a way that you wear it. You know, the younger girl might put it with a pair of leather pants and, you know, uh, wear it with a studded jacket. And maybe uh, the woman that's in her 60s wants a little more coverage, so she'll put it with a blazer. We just like to show how you're not limited and you can really take that same top and wear it different ways. And I hear feedback from people all the time on our social media and they're like, I love that you do that because if I would have just seen it on, you know, the younger girl, I wouldn't know that I could wear that. Or, you know, if I would have seen it on the older woman, I would have just thought that was too matronly for me. We really like to show the diversity. And that's one of the neat things about the store is, you know, fashion doesn't have to be uh, defined by a certain age. It's just really how you put things together. So do you think, so this, like, I really have no idea, but like, do you think almost every piece of clothing in your store could go both ways like that? Or do you think that there's like certain things that are definitely stylistically for the younger generation and then others that are stylistically for, or am I even asking the right question? Well, no, <laughs> um, you know, every. Everybody will surprise me. I mean, um, we have a woman in her 70s, and she'll rock a leather dress like nobody better than the younger girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I every so often we'll get a piece in that clearly either goes one way or the other. But I, I really do think for the most part, generally speaking, we can we can really dress anyone. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty badass. Like I think that's really cool. Well, it's but, one of the fun things about our job, you know. Yeah. Well, I, as somebody that was a, a recovering is a recovering like black t-shirt wearer. Yeah. Like I had 16 black V-necks at one point, like legitimately, <laughs> like somebody once told me that I looked good in a black V-neck and so I just that hey, cool. Like yeah. I don't have to think about it. That's what I w- would wear every day. For, for I like think a, a lot of time. men probably get into yeah. that trap. It was really easy, right? And then I was That's like, like well, the Toledo uniform. Yeah, for well, men. why would I wear more more expensive stuff? But then mm-hmm. I got I was with my friend Darren and we were in Las Vegas and I bought my first pair of expensive shoes. So what's interesting is they're really expensive. Like kind of 
awkwardly expensive. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting is that was about 10 years ago. I still have those shoes and I still wear them all the time. Well, and you touch on a good point. And I tell women all the time um, of many different age demographics, you can buy several less expensive things or you can invest in some classic quality pieces that will stand the test of time. Those less expensive, they're going to fall apart in the wash you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But if you have these pieces that are amazing and you are wearing them, you know, for years, it makes sense. And those, as I've gotten older, are the pieces that I'm drawn to. Yeah, it's really, I I never, I, I kind of did that. The beginning of that was on his recommendation. Oh, you have, like, you probably can't even buy these in Toledo. Like, we're going to get these. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll get them. Yeah. And, but now if you're looking like, and I mainly wear them in the summertime because they're a loafer, but, um, yeah, I'm wearing them like almost every chance I get. And, and I think over the winter, I'm going to get them resold and I'll have them for, I, I don't yeah. even know. I don't know if the, they seem almost no more worn out than when I bought them. Yeah. Like it's really crazy to think of that Yeah, because I would have had to buy, well, in fact do, and my shoes, I walk around in shoes. I have to buy, you know, several a year. One year's worth of those is right. like, yeah, it's it's funny that that's how. It, so is that like so that translates? That's not just shoes. I mean, that's just clothing. Clothing, yeah. I mean, general. it could be we sell some great suits at the store, and you know, you've talked about investing in suits, and you can buy a classic, beautiful, expensive suit that you're going to wear for years, decades, and. Or you can buy a cheaper suit that's not going to wear as well. And, you know, sometimes even when you know it's cheaper, you wear it as if it's cheaper, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So, Well, I think in a kind of transitioning to like we're in this time where everything seemed to at least slowed down. I'm sure it did for you a bit. It slowed down for all of us a little. Life in general kind of slowed down a little bit for all of us. When you reflect back on... What brought Vivian Kate to where they're at now? Like, is there one thing? Like, is it just you being dynamic and having yeah, the yes. fashion sense or it whatever? Is. That's it. it. Is That's me the whole thing. Being... No. Like, <laughs> or like, what's the thing that has that kind of the mat has the magic to where you've been able to remain a constant and not just do you know keep your head above water, but really do well in a lot of different environments over the years. Well. I think most business owners would agree in order to really thrive for many years, you have to have grit. It's never easy. It wasn't easy when I started. It's not easy now. And I think you have to be gritty. There are a lot of obstacles you're faced with. You have to learn how to come up with pivot solutions, things uh, when you're faced with an obstacle, how to you know be resilient and uh, really not give up and uh, be persistent and passionate about what you do and figure it out. And that's what we had to do. We came up with several pivot solutions during COVID. And that's why I know that we will thrive throughout this. So let's talk about those kind of pivot solutions. Yeah. So if somebody's, because, you know, we've got different groups of our uh, 
just our population and they're yeah. treating this very different. Yes. You know, yep. so some people it's, you know, I, they're not going to, they're not going to act like this even exists. Yeah. And it's all a, a ruse. And then yeah. there's others that, you know, really, really need to be very aware of the, of the dangers they could be potentially putting themselves in yeah. and, and paying extremely close attention. And, I, you know, the thing that I found is I find it very hard. Like I just, this is just a year that I think we all just need to withhold any judgment oh, for and sure. let, let things go the way that they are. Let everybody kind of make up as far as all the adults, like, let's just let them make their own decisions because it's really really difficult and it's not my right to make a decision for anybody else and I don't want to put anybody at risk that's the thing I'm most worried about yeah like I'm as healthy as I think I've ever been I definitely I'm not looking to you know get the the virus but I'm more worried about the people that are close to me or even people that I come in contact with. yeah so if somebody was really worried about that how are they able to kind of do business with you if that's where they're, you know, if they're trying to stay within that close little, little nest of their themselves in their life. Well, two things that we really rolled out during this whole COVID is first, as I mentioned, the website. But that doesn't, what I learned is even though we have this virtual platform that we can sell clothes out of, that doesn't mean that we still can't give fashion consulting over the phone. Sometimes customers want to FaceTime, you know, we'll take a look at their outfit. Well, yes, let's do that. Let's move in a different direction with that. Um, so we, we're finding ways to still have that customer service, but from a distance so that those customers feel comfortable. Another thing that we did is we developed this concierge contactless service Mm. and for our established customers will drop off clothes leave them at their door they will try them on in the comfort of their own home with their own shoes they keep what they love and then we come and pick up what they don't want and so it that's worked out really well for us too that's pretty cool yeah so like really you could have a situation where you get dropped off four or five outfits Mm -hmm. and then you could try them on and then you could even tie in the FaceTime Oh yeah, type thing and we, if you wanted to, and said, "Have you thought about a belt with that, or a, what? You know, yeah, we accessories do, or things like that." We're doing that right now, and with our some of our really great customers, and some of them, you know, aren't necessarily going anywhere. Maybe it's a dinner at home with their husband, but some of them just want some retail therapy. We all yeah. need a pick me up, you know. So yeah, you know, you're at home virtual learning with your kids all day. Have Vivian and Kate drop off some clothes, and you know, <laughs> and they're and the other thing is they're not. You know, obviously I'm in the money business, but people aren't spending money the way they used to. Like there's not as many opportunities. Yeah. All, almost all their vacations have been canceled for the most part. Like all the fun, a lot, not all the fun things, but an awful lot of the fun things that people look forward to in a year are not happening this year. Right. So to have a one or two like highlights, like things they can lean to, which I truthfully had never even really thought about. Yeah. Until you're bringing it up. Well, but that now, makes a ton of sense. Now you're talking. We need to help these women. They didn't right. get a vacation. They <laughs> yeah. need to buy some they clothes. Should. Yeah. And <laughs> just think of like vacation budgets in Perrysburg right. are very robust. So you can imagine all the money being saved if we just 
allocated half of that. I think that's going to be my new social media post. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> like that's, I mean, and really on some level for sure, it really is a pretty decent idea. Like there is, there's something about like we're in the trying to find balance. We're all yeah. trying to find balance yeah. and we're, we want to be happy and we want to work hard. And you know, I, my job's not really like work to me yeah. so I can work as much as I want and I don't even realize it, yeah. but a lot of people aren't like that. So many, many people need things to really look forward to. Yeah. And so this is something to look forward to. I can imagine like if I knew today's Wednesday and I knew I was getting a shipment like that was kind of custom picked out for me yeah. tomorrow. It's fun. I'd be pretty excited yeah, about it. Yeah, a couple like, of glass, really... glasses of champagne. You're getting, I mean, right. the talk about upgrading a date night. Why don't we start with that? That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, fabulous. You're doing that on Thursday <laughs> for date night Friday. I think the gentleman might like how the date ends if they start with a shopping experience with Vivian I think, Kate. It's a I think great, that's a great idea. I think it all ties in, you know? I think, yeah, it sounds magical, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's winning here. Like, right? That's like, what we want. Everyone wants to win. We only want winners at the table. We only want winners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, that's a really, that's a neat little idea, like, to, put together those little that little platform change which you know on some level you'd probably like think some of the things like that will probably continue for a while and then you know it's always nice to have the clothes on like like I think it's difficult to to buy clothing especially like stuff that you know you're spending a little bit more money on quality stuff you want to feel it yeah. You know, you're kind of in the feel business. Yeah. Well, and I think everything looks different on. And the whole thing with ordering stuff online, I, I this has happened to me even with my kids. I get so annoyed. It comes in. It doesn't feel quite as nice as you thought right. it was. Then they put it on and I'm like, oh, is it worth the hassle of, right. you know, going to the post office and sh- getting a shipping like Yeah. That stuff's a nightmare. Oh, it's horrible. You know, so the fact that we drop it off to your doorstep, we pick up what you don't want. It's so easy. And, you know, it's really been great for us. And kind of to piggyback off what you were talking a little bit, sometimes these obstacles end up bringing upon innovation. And there's so many things through COVID, although it's a complete pain in the butt. Yeah. It forced us to do things and think outside the box that maybe we wouldn't have done before. So, you know, sometimes things like this are a blessing as long as you're gritty enough to withstand the storm. Yeah, I've said, I mean, and my partner um, and I were talking about this just, I think it was this morning. We were talking about, she's like, it's funny that how many people have different responses to the COVID thing. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I people are here are talking about like you like you're a better person in the COVID thing than and what it did is it slowed me down enough yeah for just to like look around and realize the things I really like about my life and the things I didn't like about my life and make some modifications and changes and also um you know life's pretty short like we're seeing people like we're pretty young but there are this thing has affected young old oh yeah like it's really changed the way people look at life and and you know it's it's i'm gonna end up coming out of it way way better and i think there's the businesses that do survive i think those businesses are going to survive 
and be not just as good as they were, but the competition's thinning for certain. Yeah. Like how many retail businesses are there going to be where you can touch the stuff? Yeah. Like they're going out of business yeah. in droves now. So if you can find that way to be gritty, yeah. stay in existence yeah. and, and do that. I love the website thing. What's your website? Like we didn't even talk about that. It's www.viviankate.com and uh, we do free shipping and it has pictures of real people. These aren't models. They're girls that work at my store. And we try to show them in different age demographics. They have a great description of each piece. And if people have questions, call the store. The girls will walk you through each piece and, um, you know, how it's fitting, sizing, uh, that sort of thing. So, like I said, the fashion consulting aspect of it, you know, can still be done so you've got your old, like not old, but you've got your clients that you've had for a while. Yeah. You know, your, yeah. your, your true clients. And then, but there's, there's hopefully some reach to get into some people that you, that maybe aren't a, aware or familiar, or maybe the person they were doing business with or wh- the place they were buying their clothes. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot's changed. Like the relationships are going to become a little bit more important than they were there for a little while and I think that's a really big deal and I think if people are trying to find you in that way like what still able to walk into the shop is that still an option oh yeah and like like you said everybody's at a different place mentally with the whole COVID crisis some people are very comfortable coming in some people like the break from their life and just you know we're we're not a high traffic store so it's very safe you know the the employees wear masks the customers wear masks we there's enough space and it's ni- it's nice to get some retail therapy a change of scenery and customers are able to come in if they like but like I said we've launched other platforms for people that aren't comfortable but still love fashion and need a pick-me-up and you know want to have a great date night or you know a night with girlfriends or something yeah I think that's fun like those are some pretty cool ideas you have to create your own fun in this and I even tell my daughters that I you know they're this is canceled you got to create your own fun you know yeah, for sure. And we've been trying to help our own customers identify what that could look like because that's where they're going to see Vivian Kate come in. It's not sitting at home watching Netflix. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get any smarter or feel any better after watching those things. I mean, it's a nice for Every a while, once in I, a while, but you yeah. know, you're you're doing your <laughs> But I think it's run its course now for most everybody. Yeah. Like you're kinda of through this stuff, like the the Tiger King thing, like Right. It was everybody was through it in just a few days yeah. and then you're like, Okay, so now it's kind of time for a, a lot of us to get back to work or back to life and yeah. back to living. Yeah. And to bring some you know, like my daughter's a, a freshman at college and she goes to in theory she goes to ohio university she hasn't gone to the campus since she decided to go there like she has not stepped foot on the campus Mm -hmm. and so like trying to figure out what that's going to look like and what you know how do you plug in something that's going to make you as happy as what your freshman year of college would be right probably not going to happen right but like even this like this is a really neat little idea to kind of to get somebody to give them the opportunity to kind of dress up and do some things that they normally wouldn't do. And you'll get some new people that 
will find this to be so awesome because it's a it's real like i'm really into the idea i just think it's one of the coolest things and i never thought of it well the other thing i tell women too is the minute that things are starting to open back up the floodgates are going to open you're not going to have enough outfits to you know oh yeah there everybody's going to be going everywhere and there's going to be all of these events so i'm like if you see something awesome now buy it you'll when you're looking, it's the hardest time to find something, right. whether it be a dress for a wedding or a mm-hmm. dress for an event. So if we post something on social media, I'm like, try it on, get it. Because when it's time to go somewhere, you're going to be like, I wish I would have got that dress. Now I have nothing to wear. Right. You know? and, and you know, like there's a lot of things to make up for. Oh. Like you mentioned a couple of them, but there's like, I'm thinking about what my life normally looked like right. in comparison to this oh. year. And it's kind of crazy to think of you of and everybody different. else. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm not going to be home. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. We've spent plenty of time. Yes, at home. Yeah. I th- I think that you know. So I'm like, stock up now. Yeah, you know, it's fun. So I know you've got somewhere else you've got to be, and we don't have a lot of time. But before I let you go, I have to, we have like one thing that's big time in common that I want to make sure we talk about, and that's like before the store existed, kind of your upbringing and where you came from because it's a very it's a very interesting story right well I come from very humble beginnings my mom was a Cuban immigrant and she was a factory worker my whole life and my dad was a truck driver and it's kind of funny because growing up they always said that my taste in clothing never matched the family's budget so (laughs) they thought I was born to the wrong family (laughs) And um, I always wanted to go into fashion, and I got good grades, and my mom tried to sway me in a different direction because she just didn't want me to do that. And it's funny just how life comes full circle. Mm -hmm. I graduated uh, magna cum laude with a business degree, and, you know, I worked on Wall Street. I worked for Dana Corporation. And after I had children is when, you know, I came back to the idea and I I really wanted to open my own business. And I decided uh, to open a women's clothing store. So. So that's awesome. So really, it's not like you were raised or groomed to be in this area of expertise. It's funny because I remember... um, being um, on homecoming uh, court, not, hold on, I jacked that up. I, I was on ho- top 30. I don't know how you say that. Um, I remember looking for uh, a homecoming dress, and I found one at Salvation Army. And I remember going, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, where would you get that dress? And they thought it was amazing. And I got it for like $2.50. And I think part of it was just having an eye for fashion, mm-hmm. you know, knowing how to put things together, maybe to make them look more expensive than they were. So so I think about that. And I like, so all this business background. Yeah. And then the fashion thing was just always kind of hanging out in the background. Were you always kind of cool in between? Like, were you like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can walk. I've got some friends and you just kind of see them walking and you like know that they're cooler than you like were you always like kind of that I still don't think that's me think <laughs> I think like I'm a ner- I'm definitely a nerd well but, you, <laughs> but the fashion thing and it ties together yeah. so all the way through there from whether it was high school to now like it 
it I was always, always kind of there. Like, you're, yeah, that's for kind sure. of part of your magic. For like, sure. we all have a thing. Yeah, I always loved fashion. I've always loved playing with different things. Um, even in grade school, I didn't like looking like everyone else. And I went to a private school and we had to wear a uniform and I would wear fluorescent socks just to stand out. I never liked looking like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I would always just take little tweaks. You know, I, I remember playing basketball in high school and I wore a full fa- face of makeup and a bow in my hair. And my mom's like, what are you doing? You know, but yeah. that's, but that's just, who you are. that's just who I am, yeah. you know? And, um, that's, I think, just me. No, it is funny. It's so funny. My my father is a welder, yeah, right? And he has three sons, and none of us have any level of mechanically inclinedness. Yeah. Like, all, both sides of the family are all, like, people that know how to do shit. Oh, and yeah. And we don't know how to do anything. Like, yeah. the, it's so funny that, like, what we were each kind of have in our DNA or whatever. Yeah. Wherever it came from, I'm guessing mom you know, but yeah. it's not relatable to our family or the way we were raised. And, and um, yeah, that's a really cool story. No, my but, mom was not into fashion at all. I think she probably thought I was an alien, the, the things yeah. that I was into and that I liked. But, you know, it's it's funny how things, you're just born that way, you know? Right. And you run with it. And yeah. it's neat that, it's particularly neat that it was always kind of running in the background, oh. but that it like kind of you saw the opportunity for it the opportunity presented itself you just kind of said hey now's now's the time like I've kind of wanted this all along but now's the time well it's funny how life has a way of working itself out because I don't think I would have been as successful as a business owner if I didn't have a business background, you know, my finance degree, I depend on daily. Um, the things I've learned about branding and the business acumen aspect of it go right up there with grit. I think you have to have a business background of some sort to really stay in business, you mm-hmm. know, for a long time. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I know you've, you we're kind of up against it on time, but is there anything else we should be talking about before I kind of let you loose? I don't think so. Awesome. Well... So we can find you in Uptown Perrysburg. Yes. Right? For sure. Oh, I'll share our social media. Uh, you Please. can find us on Instagram at Shop Vivian Kate. And uh, we're on Facebook, Friend Request Vivian Kate. We post pictures daily of uh, new pieces that we have. We put them on different bodies with a great description. And, um, you know, even for gentlemen looking to give gifts, we're great at helping men find gifts. We record every sale under a woman's name. So if she's already a shopper, we know her size. And we oh, can, that's it, interesting. Yeah. And, well, <laughs> and we can um, kind of do some research and see what she's bought in the past so we can get an idea of her style. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're, we have a pretty good target at... Uh, getting good gifts so yeah and complimentary awesome. gift wrap too so oh fantastic can't beat that <laughs> good good can't, no this time of year <laughs> no n- nobody wants to wrap a bunch of presents so anyways well thanks for your time thank you thank you for up. having me yeah you bet uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh.
government offers products and services using the following business names. Creative Financial Partners, Insurance and Financial Services, Ameritas Investment Company, LLC, AIC, Member FINRA, SIPC, Security Investments, Ameritas Advisor Services, AAS Investment Advisor Services, AIC and AAS are not affiliated with Creative Financial Partners. Products and services are limited to residents of states where the representative is registered. This is not an offer securities in any jurisdiction or specifically directed to a resident of any jurisdiction. As with any security, request a prospectus from your representative very carefully before you invest or send money. A representative will contact you to provide request information. Representatives of AIC and AAS do not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your tax advisor or attorney regarding the situation. Whew. Thanks for watching.